My skin is black. What you looking at? My skin is black. I feel so good to be black right now. Welcome to episode 81 of the Black in Fashion podcast. Uh, We're in the 80s now, guys. We're in season four. I hope you guys are tuning in and that you're learning a lot of information and that you're being well-versed in the fashion industry. Of course, we can't start any episodes without acknowledging our amazing sponsors, all black-owned businesses. Um, J&J Legal, um, they help fashion designers and entrepreneurs build their brands, uh, protect their creativity, and secure their legacy. They offer legal services uh, and trademarks, copyrights, business formation, and contract drafting and revising. You could book a free minute, a free 15 minute discovery call with them and get your fashion empire off the ground and on the right track sooner than later visit jnjlegalservices.com and follow them on instagram at jnjlegal our second sponsor is the assembly line uh, which is a full service fashion consulting firm that focuses on cultivating and developing emerging talent by providing resources and guidance on all fronts they provide various services including project management brand building creative services product development all around consulting to build new brands and to elevate established fashion businesses their mission is to empower entrepreneurs at any stage of their business and is here to help build your brand from concept to consumer and everything in between. So today I am joined by a very amazing and special person, Jay Alexander Martin. He has an empire built on originality, urban influence, and industry-changing music. Jay Alexander Martin has externalized many successful ventures in the fashion industry, including the iconic clothing line FUBU, for us, by us, serving as the co-founder and the vice president. Today, his kingdom includes a clothing line, a non-for-profit, a consulting firm. Through all of his endeavors, it has... It is innate ta- his innate talent and ability to predict trends that have caused him to impact the fashion world once again. Rightfully portrayed as the man who made urban culture a part of the mainstream, Jay's consistency in fashion has now given him a platform to emerge as an effectual leader once again. Thank you so much, Jay, for joining me. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, Great hey. Introdu- Great introduction. Thank you, thank you. You know, I try. <laughs> Sounds like, sound like something I wrote. It do, yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, I think you know you can sell yourself better than anybody else, you know. So, I definitely go directly off of what you guys write. Like, you know what? Let mm-hmm. me let me come through with you know how you feel about yourself because I am my best mm-hmm. my best way. So yes, I just want to pop directly into the conversation. And my first question for you is just how uh, how honestly how did you get started and what inspired you to take the road of an entrepreneur and specifically in the fashion business. Okay, let's see. That's a lot to unpack. Yes, it um, is. <laughs> uh, so four scores and seven years ago, um, we, as a group, three, uh, Damon John, Keith Perrin, Carl Brown, and I, Jasmine Martin, um, over a number of years, coordinated the to me, at this point, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, urban brand that is second to Goya. How do we do it? Uh, tenacity, ingenuity, knowing your customer, and straight-up marketing. Mm-hmm. Good old-fashioned marketing. Now, the background to the story is... Damon John was making hats um, along with Carl Brown selling in the neighborhood. Uh, one of his graphic designers, one of the graphic designers in the neighborhood 
came up with the logo. The guys came up with the name. I was in. Uh, I came home from Desert Storm, Desert Shield, uh, in from the U.S. Navy. I got. I'm re- actually a medical retired oh, uh, from the military. Um, I'm actually 50% disabled. Uh, used my GI Bill to go to fashion school, and a desire to be in fashion. I wanted to be a buyer, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I was thinking to be, but I guess I got a good segue. Um, to, to, to go back to, to, to the heritage, uh, I met up with Damon again, we were child friends, um, coming home, I was working at Macy's and going to school at the same time. And I looked at something as an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, he looked at it as, you know, I'm going to sell a couple of hats and make some sales. You know, it didn't matter if it was shoehorns. You know, that's the kind of guy he is. He's going to get it done. He's going to sell and he's going to make money. And that's, that's it. Um, and I had the desire to want to be in the business. So in true shark fashion, um, but in a good way, um, I went to him and said, Hey, listen, let me take this, this idea, um, to another level. I gave him $6,000 and the knowledge that I had from school. And FUBU was born in the way that we see it today. Amazing. That's what's up. So can you tell me a little bit about that, just building from the ground up? I know that it's a very difficult process to, you know, create a clothing brand and, like, make it successful. How much, what, what would you say is the most crucial part of it? Would you say that it's the product or would you say it's the marketing or would you say it's, like, an even split? Yeah, you know, I, I get that question a lot, and I get questions like that. And I'm, the the what will history not I mean history, but the books will tell you, and common, you know, knowledge. But common knowledge isn't that common a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But what you hear all the time is what people will say is it's either one does the other, it's the other. To be honest, they all work in unison, from manufacturing to sales to marketing, to design. You have to have all those things to work. Gotcha. And distribution. Okay. If you don't have all of those things, you're never going to scale and you're going to be, and you're never going to scale. Gotcha. You're going to be here today, here today and going tomorrow. There'll be no longevity to you. What I've noticed just from just I, I, I work in a, I own a consulting business um, and I create clothing brands for designers. So I have over the past year, I've made about 300 different brands. I do product development um, and I also offer manufacturing services right here in New York. And over the past year, I've had over about 300 different designers over the U.S. creating products. Um, and, you know, anytime I start with a client, I always tell them how important branding and marketing is. And I feel like that's an area in which new designers lack. So even as much as we drill into their heads and tell them often, hey, you have to you have to honestly understand who your target consumer is and who you're branding first off before you even start making products so you even understand who you're making products for, they don't know. 
And I find that a lot of my clients in particular, they lack education from that realm. But I don't even think that education is like you have to go to fashion school or anything like that. I feel like you just got to seek education because you don't necessarily have to go to school. What do you think about that? You know, I'm I'm not for popular opinion. And what I hear today is popular opinion says you don't need to go to school. That's not what I, I agree with. The only way you don't have to go to school is if you have, if, I, if, my, if you're my son or daughter. Mm -hmm. What do I mean by that? I have all the knowledge in the world to pass on. If you're in a situation where you're, have, you're, you're working and you're getting every, all the knowledge that you need, you know, then cool. You don't need it. But if you don't, you need to seek it. Right. But when you seek it in formal education or you seek it in, in, in you know, the club YouTube school. But that's the problem yeah. with you, yeah, that's problem what, with yeah. you but, but here, here, here's my point. The reason why I don't believe in popular opinion is the problem with YouTube school is this. If I give you the answer to the test and you don't know how you got to that answer, you think you passed, but you're really going to fail. Mm -hmm. Because you don't know how you, you don't know how to work out the problem. You just got the answer. So now you think you got it. Now you think you're the man. Now you think you know what you're doing. You're going to go out there. And then all of a sudden, you don't even know why you got to that, why that answer is, is, is even valid. This is true. I feel like. I would think I'm more so was worrying about like traditional education because from what I've noticed, like I have, I moved here from New, I moved here from Chicago, and what I've noticed that I have a lot of my employees and just like clients and stuff like that, they went to the FITs, they went to the Parsons, like they went to these really high end schools that's supposed to give all this education to them, and then they still don't know. It's so many things that they lack. So I think I was more so talking about traditional education setting. Like, I feel like you can seek education through business coaches, mentors, programs, accelerated programs, and all that stuff. But as far as, like, the four-year institution goes, I don't know if they give designers the proper tools to honestly be successful in the business. I feel like a lot of their things are catered to design and not necessarily business. Or you have to double major, meaning you have to do double the work to understand what it is to actually be on the business side of fashion. Well, before I forget this point I wanted to make, um, you, what I like to say, and actually I've heard it in different variations from different prominent people, mm -hmm. is that if, if I have to, if I have to tell you or provide you uh, a, a will in a way, not just a will in a way, I better off to say, if, if you need someone to, 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 to tell you, hey, uh, or if you have to ask me advice about being an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. as if, you know, what do you do when, and, you know, what, what, what can push me? What do I, how can you push myself or all that or mentor? Then you don't need to be an entrepreneur because that's not what an entrepreneur is. Facts. And again, the reason why I jumbled so much by even saying this because it's so, there's so many people that say that now. And it's kind of intuitive to the conversation that everyone's having in, in now and even to the question you're asking because 
people are saying, well, why do I even need that? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have basic skills, problem-solving skills and a whole, business skills in a whole, you're, not, you're gonna fail anyway. If you have to sit there and go, I need to go to this seminar and I have to you know, get the confidence, you're wasting my time, your time, and who else, who else's time. But if you want to pay, you know, so I think that because of that, you're not, go, you're not applying yourself in school so you, or, or you have a bill that you may necessarily can't pay for, right? And you're using that as a scapegoat and excuse for what you, what you didn't learn because you were all doing the wrong things. Mm-hmm. Because again, I went to school. I applied what I learned in school, right? I failed a lot of my classes. But it still helped me. Why did I fail it? Because I was actually working FUBU at the same time I was going to school. And I was giving them the answers that I learned from school. I mean, I learned from, from working in the field. So it didn't, it, didn't, it didn't match up. So with that being said, right now, yes, I can probably go back and teach in school. But you have to understand what school is. School isn't necessarily teaching you the skills in certain cases, unless you're going to like a trade school, mm-hmm. it's trade trade is it's teaching you the fu- fundamentals of how to work with people, how to to work out problems, and things like that. I happen to have gone into the military. Now I could have the same kind of question: well, you don't need to go to the military, you don't need to do this. But the military did do certain things and get me get my mind right to being able to facilitate building a business. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're extrapolating and looking forward and going, I don't need to do this now, I don't need to do that. It's not based off of, you know, it's not based off of substance. It's based off of lack. Lack of applying themselves, lack of understanding or lack of using what's, what's there. So if you didn't get anything out of it, whose fault was that? True. And that's what an entrepreneur is. They take these tip situations, they apply themselves. You, these, everyone, see, when in life, a lot of people do what they call follow. And again, this culture and culture of society right now is all about follow because every, every social media app that's drawn, that we're drawn to is about following. And what's your following? Mm-hmm. So now we're trapped in this following cycle and only a few people are making it because they are going off and going another way. Interesting. You're absolutely right, though. I do find that that it's more people that, you know, like to more so do it for the show, for the clout, opposed to, like, really, like, putting their pedal to the metal and, like, really, really understanding the business and being a student of the business like at all times and is I know it's super frustrating for you know people who are really passionate about it and really love it to see like an industry that you love so much just deteriorate with time you know I think it kind of goes up and down with this industry like sometimes it's really really great and like I really feel like they just started to really really embrace embrace black designers I guess for me I would say like within the last like 20 to 30 years um and that's when like I feel like and this leads me into my next question is, how do you feel like, you know, music and like pop culture has influenced fashion? 
Well, I, again, I, I owe my whole career in fashion to the music business. When I first started, you know, I took a lot of the ideals from them, um, their methodology, their temperament, and how we moved, how we marketed, and how we, you know, we approached every every item, you know, that was made. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that they're a, a huge part of it. Um, I think now they their influence is kind of falling off somewhat because now the individual quote unquote tastemaker is starting to you know take some of that. But overall, it, you know, hands down, in the end, you know. A celebrity will prevail when it comes to music and fashion. A music uh, being be, being the catalyst to to you know for fashion and and the like and the like of fashion. Mm -hmm. I use like as in like like you know because anytime you post something, you're gonna post something in fashion and you're gonna put music up and you're gonna get a like. True. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, absolutely. I feel like they, they definitely work hand in hand. And then I definitely feel like their music definitely influences it nowadays. Can you tell me about like during the time where like, you know, where FUBU was like on the rise and then you start to see a lot more, I guess, like rappers and stuff like that come out with their brands, at, you know, around the same time or like kind of following in the footsteps of FUBU and how it kind of like oversaturated that market at the time. Um, how do you feel like that kind of like played out? Well, it played out again, you know, we first started, it was a smaller market, you know, we had uh, the LLQJs, you know, we had commercials, we had the most, one of the most famous commercials in the world with LL wearing, you know, the Gap hat, wearing um, the FUBU hat and the Gap ad, you know, which has never been repeated. Um, it's been attempted, but never been repeated. Um, with that being said, I know how, how do I, and again, I, I want to make sure I'm answering your question directly. Mm -hmm. So, you know what, simplify it a little bit more because I'm, I'm going to go off on a tangent and, if, and I don't want to do that. You can, though. This is what you should do. This is an open platform. <laughs> so I, I do, I want you to be transparent and raw and, you know, you know, express yourself. So that is absolutely fine. Well, you know, and the reason why I'm saying I'm going off a tangent because I'm not even going to answer the question. I'm going to say something about something else. Okay. <laughs> I think because it brings me to this, this, this thought. Making a business, creating a business, starting a business comes from either a thought, you know, an idea, a hobby. And I think that a lot more people will be successful if they stop trying to skip the steps a lot more people will be more successful if they understood what they think they understand mm -hmm. when someone says branding you they now to nowadays they bottle everything up in branding well there's a difference between branding there's branding there's advertising there's marketing what i call bam you have to do both mm -hmm. i mean all three i should say no one knows the difference between the three. If you talk about social media and social media marketing and guerrilla marketing, and now all of a sudden they're making up macro and macro and all this other stuff just to adjust to and give someone another uh, check. 
you know, someone with 2,000 followers and, and a bunch of likes and, oh, give me this and I can make some money. So I say all to say, and also the biggest word in the, in the whole fashion library now is, uh, what's it called? Sustainable. Mm-hmm. If I hit sustainable one more time. <laughs> so, I mean, I say all to say that everyone is in their own way. And I think that in business, the fashion business stopped at one time. And it got taken over by newbies. But the newbies, all they did was, instead of researching and understanding everything about fashion, marketing, branding, and not just that particular product, but all kind of products, you know, without them understanding everything about it, they just said, oh, let me get the end of it. You know, I don't, I'm not going to go through the work. I'm not going to go through understanding all of it. Just give me the result. Mm-hmm. But you don't get to a result without working. Because the lessons are not in the answer. The lessons in how you got to the answer. You can't cheat work and know who's working. And that's why we don't have any longevity in any of these brands today. I'm in business almost 30 years. I can sell, I can sit in, in a forum and say we have, you know, upwards of $6 billion in sales to date generated by this FUBU name. And the next person looking at me like, yeah, so what? I got five t-shirts on a website. I'm better than you. I can say I'm in three museums, one in, in Europe, that one, the Great Black Wax Museum, which is a, uh, we have wax figured ourselves, and the 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 newest one in D.C., the uh, African American uh, Metropolitan Museum. Mm-hmm. And that would be nothing in the scope of things, because someone has their three T-shirts, and their mama said this is hot. True. Skipping right on over what they actually need to know. Exactly. Gotcha. That makes sense. Can you tell me about a time, like, just like in your entrepreneurship journey that you, like something that was really, really bad or that you learned something from a bad situation and how it shaped you and changed you into a better entrepreneur? No, I cannot tell you anything. Why I say I can't tell you anything because I have the mindset of everything that Sculpey was good. Oh, that's good. I never usually I always hear like a whole lot of different horror stories. Like you know, this is how I had to learn how to be a better. But that's what I, that's exactly what I've been getting to the whole alluded to the whole night mm-hmm. or the whole uh, conversation is that everyone follows the leader. Mm-hmm. They follow the same book, the same play the same play I don't do that Mm -hmm. and that's why I'm still here today because think about this if you follow the same play that everyone does all right 
So let's just say, let's just bring up, let me look for something that's right in front of my face, Coca-Cola. And you're like, I'm going to make a, a soda, a pop, whatever, wherever you are, depending on your region, what you call it. Now, you're modeling everything around that can of Coca-Cola. Mm -hmm. So now you got to wait in line until they make a move, and now you make a move and do something different. And when they make a move, you make a move and you do something different. Instead of going for making a whole new flavor. Now you're not in line. You're not doing anything wrong. How, you know, how can someone, it's like, it's almost like, and when I say wrong, but I say like this is that, imagine you're sitting there speaking in front of 50,000 people, five people, and you're telling your story. It's your story. You're not wrong. You don't need guidance. You're not wrong. It's your story. Same aspect. You have to think about you and what you're ordained to do and what you can do within your limitations. And as you go through whatever you're trying to do, you're learning. And it's not working. And it's not working and continuously not working. But it's not that it's not working. It is working. What's right is right. It's right because you're learning it. So when you're in that particular position going forward, you're going to A, what? When? But what people are doing is, I don't want to, I don't want to do all that. I want to just, just give me an answer. Just put it in the microwave for one second and make it hot. No. It makes sense. Think about this. How long is something, how long is something, uh, what do you call it, um, trending? Uh, two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I rest my case. Yeah. <laughs> you absolutely did. So um, I've read that you have uh, consulting services now and you also offer, uh, well, not also offer, but you also have a non-for-profit. Can you tell me a little bit about your consulting services? Well, I, I consult um, on, um, I mean, this is an app called uh, Clubhouse. I think a lot of people know about it as mm -hmm. of now. Uh, I'm on there. Uh, I have a button on my, on my um, Instagram that you just booked now. Most people, if you're, if you just starting business startup, I'll give you the, the comp, you know, the first consultation for free. No problem. We'll sit and talk. If you really, 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 really a startup, then I'll continue giving it for free just to get you the point. Cause it makes no sense to try to, you know, get a check off of someone that doesn't even, you know, that's all the money they have to get it going. Hmm. You know, it's kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, you know, counter, you know what I'm saying? Counter productive, kind of productive to, to me even helping you if I'm taking everything before you even start. So I, I do that. But that's a side thing, and that's just something that I do. I'm uh, the president, well, actually former president of the New York State Black Chamber of Commerce. I'm on the board of the National Black Chamber of Commerce. I help. Uh, I work with the, the Urban League and the Urban League Young Professionals. I, prior to COVID, I was traveling all over teaching um, all the young professionals about entrepreneurship. Uh, I'm, par I'm partners in, in 
and and a few other charities, but I'll be here all day talking about the charities that I deal with. Um, not-for-profits, not-for-profits. One called Son of Saint, um, which is helps uh, young um, kids who mothers and fathers are in jail or have died and to help them guide them through their life and being a father a figure into their life. Uh, another one is for Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. Sorry. Uh, another one is regarding uh, athletes and when athletes, uh, um, retired athletes, and helping them with their business structure and things that they're trying to do after, after um, sports. Uh, another one is just straight education. And another one is for financial literacy. So... And then I also have a consulting company for, I'm actually, like, beginning, like I told you earlier, I, I am on a, um, I am a, a veteran, sorry, retired uh, medical uh, veteran, U.S. Navy, all that. Mm -hmm. So what I have is what they call SAM, which is a cage code, and I'm able to, I'm pretty much a government contractor. So um, um, that's sanctioned from the government. And I do that on the side and I consult companies and consult the government when it comes to uh, projects or, and notably PPE, I do uh, clothing, uh, construction slash real estate. Uh, what else do I do? Sheesh. You oh do a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little uh, all over the place. But I'm struck, I mean, you know, it's funny too, what I, I don't want to say I'm low the place because I'm all over the place, but I'm structured in a low the place because each, everything is kind of like a ladder or kind of like steps. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't skip steps. So if I go up one step, right, and I, and I started doing A, the next one is A, B, right? Or, or a one or one A, two, two A, three, three A, or three B or three C, and then I move up. So it's all encompasses each other. So it all helps each other. Mm -hmm. And that's how I think. I don't just do, you know, today I'm doing, making, trying to make hammers. It's like, what do you know about hammers? You know, oh, because black people just jump to stuff that, that they think is hot. If, if every rapper said, oh man, I'm making a hammer. Now you'd see everybody running trying to make hammers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but see, but see, if, if that did happen, right? They would all be trying to make hammers, but you know what I would do? My butt be making wood. I hear that. And mine in metal. And that's the philosophy. To always be a step ahead and to always think outside the box. Well, no, not a step ahead. In your, in your own step. Do your own steps. Yep. Because a lot of people that are in fashion that you may work with, they don't want to be in fashion. They just want to make money. They just want to be in something, to be in the thing. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> I definitely noticed that just like on this journey, and I've only I've been doing a product development thing for a little while, but just in this past year, just like with all the different clients that I've had, that's probably the thing that I've noticed the most. And I'm just like, these people not in it. Like they don't really want to be here. Like they just want to make money or they want to be trendy and stuff like that. And then you know yeah. when I go on my rant, you know I might have done my little Instagram rants, you know, because then they also. Mm -hmm. 
I get pushed a lot because of the time frame. Also, you know, we're in a been a pandemic. I'm trying to get these products out. Factory workers are not working. My employees get sick, all type of stuff. And I felt like they were also rushing me too to get their product manufactured. And I'm like, you ain't haven't even perfected the product yet. You haven't even no, branded you the product even know where yet. You're gonna sell it at. You don't even know where no, you're gonna sell it at. You, you know? You, no, you just go, no. I'm sorry. You just gonna sell. Oh, my, look, could you look at my IG page? No, I don't look at your IG. I don't care about your <laughs> IG page. Excuse my friendship about your IG page. <laughs> I get that all the time, and it's crazy to me. And I go on a rant. And I'll say, like, hey, like, y'all don't even know the differences between product development and production. You're trying to manufacture a product that you don't even have yet. You don't even have a product. You don't have a brand. You don't have anything. And you're rushing right. to, I need ooh, a manufacturer. Ooh, I need a manufacturer. Somebody, somebody. Yeah, no, I deal with it day to day. Like, it's always. There is a God. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm like, telling you. You ain't got a brand. Oh, my brand. What's your brand? <laughs> <laughs> you, you just got a thought. Exactly. And, and it's crazy. And it's not even a good one. Mm-hmm. It's it's when I tell you when I tell you I get so frustrated that I might go on Instagram. I went on an Instagram rant recently for seven minutes straight of me just saying like you don't even know what you're doing. We're doing it for you first off. That's the first thing wrong thing that you're doing because yes we offer the services but we also offer education. I teach pattern making. I teach draping. I teach merchandise management. I teach production logistics. Like I teach all these things and there's so many people who you know they go towards our services because you don't want to learn. You don't want to know the work. I offer mentorship packages. Like I offer everything that a fashion school offers in a, a smaller price point. I take payment plans and it's definitely dedicated to African-American clientele. I do things virtually. I do them in person. I do one-on-one, but people always want to do the services. And then it, it kills me because it's like, you will let me full go full thorough with your services and you won't do not one class with me. One mentorship with me, not want to learn anything. You just want me to do the work. How you going to be a designer and build a brand? And you don't even want to learn. So it's you know, very two, interesting. You know, there's two things that I do. When I, when someone comes to me, I say, I say to them, you know, oh, you want to do this? That's great. All right, this is what I want you to do. I want you to do two things. Right? It depends on what they talk. If they tell me they want to do a brand or mm-hmm. make a brand or they got a brand, mm-hmm. I said, do this. Go to the a store, your favorite store. Stand in front of it. Look up, look down, look around, right? Look, watch people come in, watch people come out, right? I need you to get a notepad and write all this down. Mm-hmm. Go in the store, look around, look how it looks, look how look at the signs, look at sale, look at look at the sales side, whatever sign is there, write what that sign says. sign says. Walk around, look at the fixtures, count the fixtures, count. What's on the fixtures? Count how, look, they do a diagram of what, what, where the the clothing, where's the clothing, in, clothing, where the clothing is in comparison to the your favorite brand. Is the stuff in the back? Is it in the front? Did someone come up to you and said hello? What was the salesman? What was the age of the salesman? Uh, walk around some more. Did anybody stop you? Did anybody ask you help? Right mm-hmm. then. Look at, go to your favorite, go to whatever you want to get, what you like. Pick it up. Feel it. Look at the tags. Look at all the tags on it. Count how many tags on it. Count the inside. Look at the back. Look at, look at everything about it. Count what, it, what, it, what, did, what did they have? What did this brand have? Did it have one shirt? Did it have two t-shirts there? Did it have five t-shirts? How were they stacked up? Was it an abundance of it or was it only one or two? 
Walk over to the counter. Put it on the counter. Look at the counter. Oh, there's the, there's the other merchandise. What's on the way to the counter? What's the guy takes it? What does he do first? Does he scan it? Does he type it in? What kind of machine is he look is he doing looking look using? Look exactly, look at what he's doing, period. Grab your grab your bag. Write down if the bag is a store bag or it's a bag from the actual company you made. Walk out the store. Did he say bye? Did he say, did he tell you about any other offer? Now, all that stuff I just mentioned, you walk out the store. And if you need to understand every single aspect of just what, what and why all that happened. And then they'd be like, oh, well, I, I'm, not, I'm not selling the stores. Okay. <laughs> Lord, I've heard that then too. Then <laughs> I'll say, all right, do the same thing with, do the same thing with, with uh, a website. Get on the website. Look around. How easy is it to go around? Does it spiral? Does it fast? Do you see the goods? Do you see the goods on somebody? Can you see the, the circumference of the goods? How when you check out, you check out. How fast does it check out? What are the processes? What's the return policy? Understand all that. And when you understand all that, come back to me, and then we can talk. Hmm. Then what I do for far as creativity is I say. This is what I want you to do. This is your homework. Go outside. Find a rock. Come inside. Turn up your TV, your phone, anything electronic. You can have one light on. Everything is off. And I want you to sit there and I want you to play with that rock. Entertain yourself all day with that rock. The next day, I want you to take that rock again. And I want you, after you played with it all day, yes, the previous day, I want you to, to sell me that rock. So that means how you, how you sell the rock? That's up to you. Sell me the rock. I need a marketing plan. I need a distribution plan. I need a, first of all, I need a finance plan on how you're going to get it financing. Mm-hmm. I want to know the customer. I want to know the demographics. I want to go to psychographics. I want to know the niche. And I even let you, I even give you one. You want sustainable? Throw sustainability in it. And <laughs> Throw sustainability in it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Throw sustainability in it. <laughs> very, it's very interesting to say the And least. I want the difference between a branding like advertising and marketing. How are you going to brand it? How are you going to advertise it? How are you going to market it? Every time I say that. Huh? See. So why are you telling... So what are you talking... If you don't know what you're talking about, shut up! <laughs> Go get a job! You're Go right. get a job. Stop wasting my rollover minutes. Yeah, you're right. And have you actually had people that actually was able to successfully complete that task? Not one. Not one person. Not wow. one person did it. Wow. I tell you, if you gave me that task, I'd have it done. Because that's the type of person I am. <laughs> I definitely would. But it's not even for me. Yeah. It's for them. Exactly. Because in two, 
in two settings or two situations, you can understand everything about the business. But you don't want to do that. You want somebody to give you the business. Mm -hmm. You think, oh, I've got it on. I got a bunch of likes. Everybody loves it. Don't I call that, you know, the mama I can sing syndrome. When you're in the shower, you sound great. But go out on stage. And see what happened when you're on that stage. <laughs> and you you're not properly prepared for it. No, this next time somebody say this to you, oh, everybody loves it. Well, who's everybody? <laughs> but then I get labeled like the bitch that knows it all when I do ask those questions. And that's crazy because then I get people who get, honestly, they, they get upset. I had a customer try to check me the other day and tell me, like, actually, they called, I was supposed to be on a fabric call. They were supposed to be confirming their fabrics with me. And instead of confirming their fabrics with me, they're addressing an Instagram video rant that I went into talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. And if you're going to come to me, you need to be prepared. And was trying to ambush me, telling me that I basically was demeaning people who went to design school. I was like, I didn't say anything about anybody going to design school. I was just saying that you need to be prepared when you hop in this business. You need to learn something when you hop in this business. I wasn't triggering anyone or talking to any specific group. I'm just saying, as a whole, you want to develop a product, you want to manufacture a product, brand that product, do that product. And he was basically, and this wasn't even the client. The client didn't do their business manager on the phone who knows a whole lot about business, so-called, and get to rap into me about the industry that I've been in for the last 15 years plus. And I was just like, okay, so I thought this, first of all, I thought this was about fabrics. Second off, if your client is so knows everything, why the hell don't she know what type of zipper she want? She went to fashion school, right? Something as simple as knowing the differences between a closed in the zipper and an open in the zipper is something a designer should know. And that's something oh so God, minute. That's, that's, that's a little... Uh, so minute. Little, so you're not going yeah. to get on the phone and try to check me about me saying that people need to learn more when your client doesn't even know the difference between an invisible... Another thing. She told me she wanted a zipper. And I said, what kind of zipper you want? She said, I want an invisible zipper. I said, okay, cool. She was like, I want the one with the gold teeth. Keyword, lady, invisible. It don't have no damn gold teeth. <laughs> gold teeth. <laughs> so I was just like, what? But she went to fashion school, but she know the business, right? Hey, you don't know the you business, know, so you can't her. even tell me the difference between a zipper. Like, that's how I felt. <laughs> you no, know, I used to, uh, way back, way back, I, three years back, I was, I was, you know, I used to put out questions. I actually not put out questions, put out answers to mm. questions that people just, most, the average person doesn't know. Mm -hmm. Like, what it, what is YKK? Right. She didn't know what that they was just, either. Because I asked her that she wanted. Like, I told her that she asked that she wanted Riri or YKK, and she couldn't even tell me what the fuck I'm, I'm like, talking you know, about. <laughs> you know that's a per. You know that's a person, right? Mm-hmm. You know that's a person, right? Yeah, I do. No, I'm not you. I'm talking about the, the, them. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, what did they go? Here's the craziest part about any conversation. When when oh yeah, I was doing that. Mm-hmm. So you was doing that. Then why didn't you do it? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I was thinking that. That's what I'm doing. I, it, see, the problem with consultants is that people want their problem. They want, they have something in their head that they want to do, and they all want you to do is is, is approve it, mm -hmm. or 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 or. But they could have something in their head, and great. But sometimes shit don't make sense, yo. It don't. And when I start like saying this, that, they just they get the, they get offended. Like, I found that they get offended when I'm like, yo, that's not going to work. Or when somebody come to me and they be like, oh, yeah, I want to make this hoodie and I want to put my name on it. And I'm just like, well, you should just go buy wholesale. 
and put your right. name on it. You don't need me to develop right. a whole product from no, scratch no, for no, you. Because, no, no, no. Because I'm, I'm cutting. I want to cut so. I'm cutting so. <laughs> right. I'm like, you don't need cutting so. It's basic. I said, what is it? I can see if no, it was no, like, no, no, you know. No, 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 I'm cutting so. I'm cutting so. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've learned to turn certain clients away. And I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not making that. I'm not making patterns for that. I'm not doing a fitting for that. I'm not fabric sourcing for that. Like, I'm not doing any of that. You can go buy that wholesale and print on it. You in your local print shop is some. It's one in Brooklyn. It's some in the city. You could buy my vendor supplier list if you want to know. But it's just like I'm not gonna deal with that. <laughs> but that's the type of shit that I get on a daily. And I, like I said, I got 300 clients over the U.S. And it's usually my southern clients that don't know nothing. I'm gonna be completely honest. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's a very interesting. I just have, you know, gotten to a space where now I'm doing, like, more of an application process with people. Like, you got to pass. If you can't pass, you can't work with me. You need to start it back down to Brandon. And I have a branded company that I work with, you know, down in um, Atlanta. She's really good. Like, I'm going to just start sending them there first because I don't want to see it. If you ain't branded or marketed, I don't, I'm not making it. But again, <laughs> please do this. I, I'm, I may employ you to do this. In the questions, right? What is branding? What is advertising? And what is marketing? Like, put that in the application. Put that in the application. You're right. It's crazy because I asked her today, too. I said, What should I put in there so they I, I asked the right questions so they don't waste my damn time? And she was saying that, like, she had like a branding worksheet and she sent it to me. I haven't even looked it over yet, but I'm going to put that in there. Like, I want to know the difference between all three before I move forward and make your products. And if one more person asks me about production and manufacturing when they don't even have a product yet, like how much is how much is production going to be? I don't know. You don't have nothing yet. How many units? How many colors? How many sizes? Like I can't give you a number when you ain't gave me shit. You don't even have fabrics chose yet. I don't know what the construction is. Is it silk? Are we using flat fell seams? We using French seams? Like, and it's so crazy that they always ask, well, how much production going to cost? And people write that in my DM. They write it in our, under our comments. Well, how much does it cost to produce my shirt? What's your shirt look like? What is it? Like, does it have an embroidery? Is it, like, what is it? Like, it just, it, it's mind-boggling. And I put up quotes every morning on my page, um, my LC Apparel Consulting page, every morning on different business things that you should know as a designer that you're building it. And it's like, they legit not paying attention. They don't read or something. I keep talking about the differences between product development and production and how you got a brand. You got to know your target consumer. You got to even know your pricing strategy. Like, are you contemporary? Are you better? Are you moderate? You trying to do budget in the USA? You want to sell something for $30? Where? Where they do that at? Like, and it's mind-boggling to me. I'm like, no, I produce everything here. I don't produce nothing in China, so I can't make nothing for you that you're going to be able to sell for $30. No, 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 but here's the biggest question you you said after all that. When the hell are you doing all that for when you got a, if you do have a website and you're only selling on, if you don't have a website, and you're selling on Instagram? (laughs) Where are you going to put this shit? True. In your living room? Exactly. It's insane to me. I can't, I don't get it. I really don't. But I'm trying to better every day. I'm just trying to figure out ways of making sure that this process is seamless and that people are educating themselves. And if they don't want to educate themselves, then I'm the wrong company. And I said that at my rent, which is why they were trying to check me. But you ain't going to check me. <laughs> I'm going to say what I have to say. And like I said, don't well, waste my team media. time. That's, that's social media anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody. Now, that's the thing. It's the same thing with social media. Mm-hmm. And everyone is an authority. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Authority, author. I got two books. You can't tell me shit. <laughs> I got almost 30 years. You can't tell me shit. Right. You're absolutely right. And longevity will help that out. And you seem like you have some years in, so... 
Yeah, I've been doing it for a little while. But I, I am young. I'm only 32. But I've been sewing since I was six years old. I got my bachelor's in design. I have a master's in fashion management and business. So, And I just, I've been, I worked in the industry for a long time. I worked for Calvin Klein. I worked for Carl Lagerfeld. And I've always been in the product development and production realm. But I'm a little beyond my years when it comes to this. Like, I can make anything you put in front of me, but I also understand the business. Uh, and I don't know if that's, but they, it's crazy because they come to me, though. Like, because that's why my business, like last year at this time, it was just me. In my little house, I live in Bed-Stuy, in, in my front room, making stuff. And then now I got 12 employees. I got over 300 clients, and I have a commercial space in Bushwick. So I do know what I'm doing. And, I'm, and, I've, and I've built this business in, honestly, less than a year because I was always doing it. It was just my side hustle. But in a year's time, I've doubled it. You know, I went from working a job making 70 a year to bringing in almost $700,000 in my first year really, really being in business so I'm doing something right <laughs> like I'm doing something right but it's just like they still I feel like I still am attracting a certain type of people and I do I do cater to the small emerging designer but I, st- I want to cater to the emerging designer that's hungry they want the knowledge they want to learn you know and those are the people that I want to work with so it's been a process to say the least well <sighs> I hear you. <laughs> it's a process. But I do, I really enjoyed our talk today. It's good to speak to someone that, who gets it, you know, who like understands and really, really want to, you know, who's about it, honestly, that has the mentality, that has the hustle, that has like that mind state that's just like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do whatever I need to do because I don't have that many people around me that are like that outside of my employees. They get to it, all of them. <laughs> and they always mm-hmm. learn it. And we're always excelling. I have brought, I brought in, like, I hired a guy that's been in the business for about 40 years. I just hired him this week. I hired Yesterday was his first day. He came through the door teaching. Because it's like, even though I'm running this business, I'm still learning. I'm still getting, you know, getting to really get my foot in there. And my team is learning, too, because we're all, I'm 32, and the rest of them are younger than me. You know, and they, but they hungry. And they hungry, mm-hmm. and then they get it done. They like to come in on weekends. They work over their hours. Like, everybody works full time. And the guy I brought in today, even the people who think they know it all, they shut up. And they was listening to that man as he was teaching them the right way to do things, industry standards. And, you know, it was it was amazing to me just to see somebody, you know, who only worked for me for one day have so much influential over the rest of that team. But I need it. You know, I have an all black team. I brought it. I just want to I like to keep it like that. And we learning together and we growing together. And I just want our, you know, our team to not our team, I want our, our clients, the people that we're consulting to to get that and to understand that. I, I appreciate you for joining me. Um, if you want to just throw out the best way to get in contact with you if people are interested in working with you and your consulting and stuff like that. Uh, just simple. Just the letter J, Alexander, the letter M at... Oh, no, sorry. That's my email. <laughs> uh, all right. The letter J, Alexander, Martin, M-A-R-T-I-N, dot com. Gotcha. My name. And you, they can um, have all, there's all my social media there. They can look on, they can see my books, they can read my bio and see all the things that I'm doing and all my bookings and things like that. Gotcha. So I just, one thing, I have this little segment just before we end out, like called It's a Muse. If you had to recommend one book to a new entrepreneur, what would that book be? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of biased. Um, so, your really, book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, building an Empire. Yeah, it's not because it's a book that's going to sit there and go, well, hi, you need to do an LLC, and then you need to do this. It it basically makes you think different because a lot of us are in our own way thinking, you know, along the lines of everyone else. A lot of us 
uh, think goal orientated into where I think vision orientated. And I think that if more people start thinking vision, uh, they will be way better off. Gotcha. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I really, really enjoyed our conversation today. Um, well, thank you. Thank you. And as I always say, stay black. Peace out. Oh, I have no choice. Have a good <laughs> day. Always bias. Always, always, always and forever. Well, thank I appreciate you. you. Thank you thank so you. much. Have a good evening. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.